It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. hundredth custard tv flaming podcast for the hundredth time guys i'm luke editor and runner of the custard tv podcast hundred times damn it biarch uh and uh making his possibly 97th appearance on the podcast gary yeah th- about this uh this being a hundred yeah uh i i kind of checked back yeah. And it's very possible that this is not actually technically the hundredth. We only started doing notes and then some weeks when you and Matt did it you didn't put an episode number. But hey it's the hundredth episode yeah. <laughs> hey. guys have been doing this now constantly for almost sort of three years so even with yeah like, even with like breaks can we pick a number let's just pick it's the hundredth and eleventh episode yeah of a custom day oh, all the oh, ones oh. making his appearance for the hundredth and ninth time man it's gary Yo. and for the hundred and twelfth team time it's Matt. Well, you see, because I've been on this less than you, oh, but God, I think I've probably done more, you know. Bizarrely, you're probably more consistent yeah, than yeah. us, even I've, though you... I, I haven't missed one. I don't think I can yeah. ever go anywhere. You, you are Mr. Consistency. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't really thinking about this being the 100th and 11th teen spectacular, but I did something today I have never done before in my life that I need to share Is with this you. this broadcastable? This isn't going to surprise many people because many people have done this and I haven't done it ever. You may have done it. <laughs> I had my very first fish finger sandwich. What? I've never had one I before. I've ever had one, you know. What? No, I, oh. I might have done when I was little, but you know. Oh, not but this was this was like in a proper pub, you know, with homemade tartar sauce. What? what? Tartar. Homemade tatar. Yeah. Tatar. <laughs> it's it's homemade tatar. Tatar yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never had a fish finger sandwich in my life. Did you come and from so... a posh or impoverished background? I don't know why that makes a difference. I don't think the fish finger sandwich is a high class affair. No, I know, but I've never had oh, yeah, one. But hold on. Was it served to you on like a dustbin lid or a... No, it was served to me on newspaper, which made it feel even more authentic. 
You know what's cool though? This year alone, and we're only six months into the year now, I'm already not a Jane the Virgin virgin, and I'm no longer a Fish the Fish Sandwich virgin. Fish the Sandwich virgin. Oh yeah, we're gonna... <laughs> Fish the Sandwich. That's a, that's a good name for a show on BBC That's Ford. a movie that's coming out this summer. Fish ITV the too, Sandwich. Maybe. The movie. Fish the okay. Sandwich. ITV Uncle. Luke, Gary and Matt. Talking telly. On the Custard TV Podcast. And uh, this is the only TV podcast to waffle incoherently before Don't they get to telly. Again have you had a waffle? Them. Have you had a waffle sandwich? No, I didn't have waffles, oh. no, but I'm just tying it all together. Um, <laughs> to waffle inconsistently before they get to the telly. Uh, TV news, we'll do some reviews and we'll do some previews. And we'll catch you all up on the US stuff as Gary... Heads west in a very special edition of Gary Goes West. Are Why you is it special? This time, Gary. Yeah. No, he's, I was thinking one week I might go east, but just go the long way around. Well, yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Um, let's just rattle through some news of news kind. Speaking yep. of a fish sandwich and waffles, ITV have re- have recommissioned their popular chip-based drama, Home Fries. For a second series. I thought maybe it was me that made the mistake. ITV have also renewed TOWIE. That's the only way is impossible. Eternal, uh, for eternity. Six <laughs> series. The only six. way is eternity. Yeah, the yeah. only way is everlasting. That's the same thing. We well. could just do a podcast of this if you want. I mean, I've got other stuff to get through. But... Okay. Bit of controversy in the BBC's decision to commission a show um, that has led to a big petition. 22,000 people. That's just about 21,000 shy of people that listen to this podcast. 24,000 uh, people, yeah? Oh, 24,000, isn't it now? Okay, it's gone up. In the time it's took me to say that sentence, more people have signed the petition. Um, they want to put an end or a stop to a show that has not even been on the TV yet. Uh, we're discussing Britain's Hardest Grafter, and uh, to learn more about this, I'm handing over to Britain's Hardest Postal Worker. It's Matt. Yeah, I should be on this. Uh, it's a five-week series, basically, with 25 people involved in the process, and they're just basically saying, how far would you go to earn a lot of money? And it's just sort of exposing these sort of they're all people who work in minimum wage jobs or you know are seeking uh you know actively seeking work and it's like we'll put them in the hardest working situations um right tackle so yeah it's basically it's tackling some of the uh most pressing issues of our time according to the uh so do they do, they, do people want it stopped because they think it's demeaning yeah yeah they, that's they, basically they... it yeah, it's like I mean, Hunger yeah. Guy, Hunger Games style show. Is it, it? It's basically they're vying for fifteen thousand five hundred pounds. That's a funny figure. That's the job. People have compared it to what? what what's this? The, the Benefit Hunger Street, Games. isn't it? Well, yeah. no, they've, they've compared it to Benefit Street Pol- in the sense poverty that it's poverty. Porn. poverty yeah, porn. it's a horrible phrase, but it does sort of explain and, the program. Yeah, Benefit Street and Skint and basically anything Channel Five puts on that isn't Big Brother. Original brief of the show follows Brits from across the country through a series of real-world jobs to find Britain's hardest worker. These jobs will take place both out in the workplace and within the confines of a specially created factory, a warehouse space which, over the course of five episodes, will be transformed to cover the UK's largest blue-collar sectors. 
the least effective workers will then be asked to leave until only one is left to be declared Britain's hardest worker. Right. This, this so it's, it's, like, like it's like a physical apprentice. Yeah. It, it sounds to me more like a BBC Three thing, which... But I, I think the thing um, is, is, is that the people they're putting on it are the sort of low... You know, people who are earning very little... And it's like yeah. making fun of them in a way. It's like putting... well, it could do. But again, I want to stress to anyone who says like people who go on Britain's Got Talent or X Factor that they're exploiting. They're not. Nobody forces anyone ever to go on a TV show. No. People know, especially in today's world, people know what they're getting into on if they sign up for TV. So. First of all, it's not exploitative in the least. Yeah, it's one of the days where people go, no, I'm sorry, I've never watched Big Brother, I just applied for this programme for nothing. If people want to do it, I suppose. Yeah, if people want to do it and prove, you know, I don't approve of the premise, but if people want to do it and prove they are, for the sake of this programme, British hardest grafter... I think think the point is that people are making is that they don't, you know, they are sort of that end of society that don't quite understand... The, the not the premise of the show, but what it entails and how they will look. Yeah, at the, at the end. And I know you're saying like everybody knows this, blah blah blah. But Most I think, people do. Yeah, I'd, I I'd think. Go... I think maybe what they're saying is some the people they're picking are not are too stupid to realise, but maybe not realise the way they're going to be presented. You know, they're mm. being presented a certain way for the entertainment of the. You know, people who were above them but in the social could, class. But you surely could you could say that about the apprentice people, couldn't you? Well, it's the, the way... other way around, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because they're all upper-class twits. But we don't care. We like laughing at upper-class twits. I know. And, and nobody wants to get that we, axed. Yeah. We, we don't, don't mind that. We don't like... We we don't mind laughing at people who are more successful than us. Because it yeah. makes us... In fact, better. we revel in, we revel yeah. in but laughing at people. But any time that we feel that people who are just below us are being laughed at by people who are way above us so we like it when sort of politicians or famous people fail you know or mm. something goes wrong for them because you know they they're more successful yeah, than us psychologically deep for the do you know what i mean it yeah. is true but it is true isn't it and right. I, it is absolutely what, true i think what you're saying is but when someone who is you know further down on the totem pole than ourselves is being exploited or abused or something like that then we get all high and mighty about it. And I, mean, I, I think, wish yeah. that we could swap all those signatures over to Axe Suntrap right or, now. Or to bring yeah. back in the flesh or Utopia. Or Top of the Pops or something relevant yeah. that's, you know, something of relevance and importance to well, yeah, modern... I, or voting for not the Conservatives in the election. I mean, politics, if you're going politics. to axe things that are exploiting people on benefits, then you start with bloody Jeremy Kyle, surely. Well, mm. although that does give them something to get up in the morning for. What, because they're on it? Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> You've just stepped over all the points you made so eloquently <laughs> there. I know. Um... Right. <laughs> they point towards Benefit Street that this was the first of these shows, but you know, as I said, Jeremy Kyle has been doing it for years. The people who go on, on those sort of shows... They know what they're going it on for. But Nobody's. Think, yeah, but again, I'm not sure that they do, it, Jeremy Kyle. I think it, it, it's not even the 15 minutes of fame. It's not even no. 15 seconds, is it? I mean, I mean, I know there was a lot of controversy. I mean, the predecessors to Jeremy Kyle, things like Vanessa Phelps and stuff. You know, they they were found out to be Fisher. using actors and things like that. But you're right. You know, you can't. You, you watch Jeremy. Yeah, you watch Jeremy Kyle, and you can't believe they're real. 
at the end of the day, nobody's seen it yet. So do you know? Do you know what else as well? I think people might be looking at it completely wrong. Because it could be, and I don't like to use this word, I never use this word, but it could be quite inspirational. Oh. In a, I know, isn't that a horrible word and a horrible phrase? Yeah, I, what I mean, what I, you raise me up. Me up, yeah. Because what, I mean, what I mean by that is, you know, all the dregs of whoever applied will, as you say, get voted off or asked to leave or whatever yeah. or, phrase they're going to uh, well, use. Or, should we play it? Uh, anything can happen by illegal and day, they, they might, they might, somebody might blossom... You know, and and be a real, you know, hard worker and prove themselves. I believe I can fly. (laughs) 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 Uh, Go west, love. Yeah, alright, play the music. The talk of bringing back Prison Break. Now, at the moment when we're talking about revivals of Twin Peaks, the X-Files, and things like that, do we really need a Prison Break revival? I mean, the show fell over. Pretty well, much in the third I mean, and fourth series. So, spoiler alert! But didn't like the main character die at the end of the. I, I, oh, you know massive spoiler! I've never finished series four. Yeah. I'm still oh, well, getting to 2001 was, in my American it, TV. Yeah, but. see, it was actually in uh, Prison Break: The Final Break. Uh, there was a whole made-for-TV movie between the. There was, yeah, one but last it. scene and the last scene in. I've not in seen Prison it, Break. But, uh, hmm. but basically. It, uh, What's his name? The guy what, what, uh, Wentworth, Wentworth, Wentworth Miller, because um, his character had a brain tumor and he died That's from right, it. Right? Yes. Yeah. So as well as uh, a lot. Of I, I don't know how they're going to do it because they've got like you know obviously all the supporting characters are still in it, but I don't think it would be anything without him. And I know you're going to mention a similar thing in a minute. Well, do you want to yeah. move on to? Well, yeah, let's talk about the yeah. fact that uh, there's rumours of the fact that the next 24 series will not feature Keith Sutherland in its starring role. Or in a, yeah, in a, well, they've been saying this for a while now, haven't they? They've that's been right. Saying... Well, there, there's talk of him being in the series, but not being the focus or the star. So mm. how that works, I don't know. Unless, of course, they're going to kind of do a James Bond style handover, you know, kind of, you know, this is the new head of CTU. I don't know. I want I mean, a Kim I'm... spin-off. Just I... Kim. Again, again, fighting I've, lions this I've time. I've been in twenty four since about series five. Uh, I've been meaning to catch up, but it's just. I don't. You know. I, again, I don't see the need for it. I don't see the need to no. carry on a, a brand, if you will, without because if if the brand is no longer there with its lead character, surely it's not the brand anymore. Yeah. No, that's I, not. I, yeah, I it think seems very strange. Yeah, and I, I think it shows a tiny bit of desperation yeah, as yeah. well. I, I mean, they did, for example, they do like these spin-offs from things like Private Practice is the one that springs to mind from Grey's yeah, Anatomy. I, just, yeah. I don't know why they couldn't have it as like a sort of spin-off thing rather than just calling it 24. Well, but I suppose the problem is is that, you know, you know, 24 is the brand name in that sense, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, other other US uh, sort of programming news, Doc Martin is going to get a US remake and it's going to be sort of headed up by Friends co-creator Marta Kaufman. Now, you may remember her name recently being brought up because she's uh, been also creating a show for Netflix, which is called Grace and Favour. No, uh, Grace Frankie. and... Frankie. Anatomy. Frankie. Uh, Grace and M. No, that's mixing up shows. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, I really don't see how this will work, but it might. I don't know. See, here's, here's the thing. This is what I think about when, when our successful shows get made. The thing about Doc Martin, the reason that works isn't the premise of the show. 
is the cast and the setting. Yeah. And and it <clears throat> works to a certain audience. Mm-hmm. The Which reason Gavin and Stacey worked really was, wasn't because of the premise. It was because of the cast and the writing and stuff. You can't just take what works somewhere else and, and you know, transform mm. it. Because it's the cast and the setting that does it. Mm. Doc Martin plays on PBS. It does relatively well. Um, lastly, from the news side, it was the Critics' Choice Awards recently in America. And there were a few shows that we've been... Bigging up on this show, so I thought I'd mention. Uh, the winner of the best comedy is Silicon Valley, which the second series recently came on Sky Atlantic. Comedy actor was Jeffrey Tambor in Transparent, a show we yeah. all pretty much hated. So, yeah. Interesting enough. Comedy actress Amy Schumer, who's pretty much unknown over here for a show that she does called The Amy Schumer Experience or something. I can't I've remember. I've heard of her. What is she? Is I, she... She's a comedian, and it, it's it, again, she does a kind of very... She seems like the new Chelsea Handler or whatever she was. She's been yeah. on she's like, other yeah. things though, hasn't she? I think has she guested on certain sitcoms. She's guested on certain sitcoms, and I think yeah. she does a lot of stuff. The Comedy Central roasts. I don't know if you remember those. I've heard mm. of those. She, she's on a lot of those. Bieber recently, didn't they? Also, if you hate Transparent, you'll love the fact that on Amazon Prime now they have the whole first series for you to watch again with director and writer commentary. Oh yeah, I saw that. Is, it, is that just? Wow. Is that just apologies? Drama-wise, oh, uh, the Americans won best drama. I'm not, oh, I'm not totally surprised, but a little surprised. I think it, it's certainly a show that we we know a bit about. I know Matt, you've been watching it. Luke, you've been doing bits, and I was. I mean, it, it, it's certainly not the best drama I think in America, but it's good that it's getting its recognition. Um, yeah. dra- drama actor, the excellent Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, and drama acted Taraj P. Henson for Empire. That's the uh, the lead <laughs> female character. Uh, and apologies for anyone called Taraj, uh, whose name Taraji, I just Taraji. Taraji. Is it Taraji, not Taraj P? Yeah, Tara- no, it's Taraji P. Taraji P. Henson. Well. Uh, oh, I love doing this every week. If I didn't get a name wrong, would it? She <laughs> plays Okay. Hannibal Series 3 starts on Sky Living. Uh, also now starring Gillian Anderson. Uh, has been an addition to the main cast for Series 3. That starts on Sky Living on the 10th of June at 10pm. Uh, Orange is the New Black. The third series of that, the uh, pre- women's prison drama, uh, returns to Netflix on the 12th of June. And if you were a fan of the Legacy Series 1, good news, the Legacy Series 2 is coming back. Isn't that uh, Scandinavian as well? It's Danish, <laughs> but... I that is, that's, in, that's in Scandinavia. Well, I've gone a long way west. And it's good here now. We've done the whole Very globe. Tired. Uh, that starts on the 12th of June at 9pm on Sky Hot. <laughs> uh, we can now hand back uh, to our number one reviewer, whoever the hell that is. <laughs> We posted um, a question on uh, Twitter that Matt's oh. been at work all day. He may not have seen it. But basically, the, the question was, do yeah. you feel that as you've gotten older, your taste in television have changed and you've been watching less live television? Not as in live events, but live television as in when it's on, sat down with the family. Because I was binging uh, today on a fish sandwich, but also... On the Americans, and I just I really enjoy it, as you know. Um, and well, I the just fish thought, sandwich or the Americans, equally, equally close to my heart, particularly probably the fish now if it's worked its way up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I just uh, what my point is that 
over the years, probably since I've been watching TV religiously, probably though I've been doing it properly and caring and knowing what's on and all that stuff, since about 2004. And in that time, I've watched a lot of good stuff and a lot of, you know, okay stuff and a lot of terrible stuff. My point now is, as I sit here in 2015, I am getting rid of the bad stuff and even the okay stuff and only watching the things I think are really good. I'm loving The Affair at the moment. I think that's the, my favourite drama of the year so far. And I'm only watching stuff now that I think are really good. I'm still previewing stuff and still getting the feel for it mm. and giving it one or two episodes. But if I don't like it well, or yeah, don't connect do, with yeah, it... You don't stay with it. I'm the same. I mean, unless, I yeah. usually, unless I'm reviewing something, I'm not going to stick with it. I, obviously, a lot of what I do, I have to watch certain things ahead of time. So, obviously, that's on the laptop rather than on, you know, on the main... Te- I still watch a little bit, I think, you know... With the family, when whenever we're sitting down to dinner, we always have the telly on. So whatever's on, sort of about sort of eight o'clock ish, uh, that will be watched. So I'm still watching certain things on, you know, when there are no offence, The Good Wife, things like that. But generally, I mean, I'll be watching stuff mainly on the laptop or something if I'm on if I'm on my own. It might it's. Oh, we didn't need to know about that, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> it, what I'm saying is, it's it's more of a you know a TV for me. If I'm watching mm. it on the TV, is more of a sort of social experience, or it's something I'm doing while I'm doing something else. You know, if I'm I... focusing on if I'm focusing on a show, it tends mm. to not be something that's on the TV apart from those one yeah. or two. I mean, I, I think, feel I think... here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career slash USBP. Your television habits are very much due to down to your social situation. And I think for us three separately, because we work in, you know, this kind of industry of, of watching things for preview or for, you know, for the, for the enjoyment of others. We do watch things, you know, out of sequence, you know, sometimes. Well, you know what I mean? Sort of like of we, watching oh, things know, for the enjoyment of us. I think it depends on your social situation. I remember when I lived at home with my parents, I would I watch bet a they lot. do as well. I, yeah. Well, they're glad I'm gone. <laughs> I would watch a lot more. So even though I had a television in my room to watch what I wanted to watch, I would watch some soap operas with them because it was social. Soap or operas. I would, and I mm. think it, therefore it does differ. But I think if you are, I mean, certainly I don't watch very much television live anymore. I have to say, no. apart from the news uh, or sporting events or whether it's a, like an occasion like the Eurovision Song Contest or the Apprentice yeah. final, because I want to follow along and join in the conversation on on social media. Our schedules, particularly over the last, let's just say, three years, while the three yeah. of us have been recording this podcast, that our schedules here have become so predictable. The last thing I was truly excited about was The Missing. I thought that was brilliant, mm. and Happy Valley before that. But I have yet to be that excited about anything we've produced 
I mean, I think it I think as well. And I, I, I'm going to mention I'm going to mention the B word, Luke. So prepare yourself. Uh, I'll have a drink, not uh, alcoholic. Well, okay. uh, not well, adult beverage. An adult <laughs> beverage. Since yeah. Broadchurch, which was a television event, and because it ended disappointingly for you. <clears throat> Do you think you've been soured by getting involved in anything since then? No, no, no. Well, I just because the missing was since he, yeah. he referenced that after yeah. uh, the first, uh, pre- uh, first series of broadcast. Um, Line of duty no, I, as well. I, actually, I I forgot one. I loved the recent series of Last Tango in Halifax actually too. Mm. Uh, but for the most part, I think it's you know we got long we got all the stuff back the cube on ITV Long Lost Family. Then it's there'll be, just, you know, traffic I mean, cops. Yeah, I think yeah, it's just it's all just a bit the predictab- predictability of things, isn't it? I mm. mean, the 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 returning dramas are all stuff that we, you know, or returning programs just generally are things yeah. which we know. You're not that bothered um, about. Yeah, yeah. And the new shows, you've got stuff like the Interceptors mm. and um, Home Fries. Home Fries. I mean, we've got Black <laughs> Work coming up, which might be all right. Yeah, but okay. then I get frustrated at that because it's only if it's really good, which I'm hoping it will be, because Sheridan does great stuff. It's only three episodes. I'd love a good six-parter to get my teeth in and and to support and you know. It has been a quite a a, a bad year, I think. Just I think maybe this year, oh, especially, has been mm. a bit of a drag in terms of getting our teeth into. Sh- I mean, I'm I'm still enjoying No Offense. I have to say, I th- yeah, I think that's the best thing on. Certainly, UK TV show on at the moment. And before before that, probably for me was Car Share, which mm. was a real gem. But I yeah. mean, I I finished the most part. now, which I thought was great. I I have really enjoyed you know that. But I have to admit, I've Critical, watched a lot. Of really? That. Yeah, I mean, I, I I have enjoyed it. You know, and it did get better and better. And I think you could see. I mean, to me, Lenny James was a brilliant actor in it. As you say, is there enough shows out there that catch your interest and retain it? And I think it goes back to the conversation that, that, that Matt brought up last week when I mentioned Critical was it was good. It was OK, but there was nothing in there that made you want to carry on watching past a couple of episodes. Mm. And is that the problem that we've got is that there aren't many shows that capture our interest anymore. There, if they are, it's the odd one, not the main, not the main one. We asked that on Twitter. I've had a couple of responses. Um First one is from Kay Decker, who occasionally writes for the site. Um, she says, most decent shows I watch now are from the US or on Now TV or Netflix. I feel UK TV is getting more trashy and relying too heavily on reality television. Yeah, I see the point. I think what we still do that that can't be knocked is our documentaries. I think our, I still love a good documentary and the BBC and Channel 4 are still making plenty of those for me to be excited about. I, I didn't They're put it in the reviews because I knew that not, I didn't know whether anyone else was it, but I did watch the programme on homelessness on BBC Three, and that was brilliantly made. I just think for us at the moment, the um, dramas are lacking, and that's what I get passionate about. Is dramas? Is a good dramas drama. and comedies on the main channels? I think comedies on BBC One. I know you guys have liked Car Share, but for me, there hasn't been a good comedy on BBC One for a while. Probably for you, probably since Blackadder. Uh, we liked Catastrophe, didn't we? But yeah, that was Channel 4, yeah. 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 But that, yeah. Uh, okay, so if you have any thoughts on that, it doesn't matter if you're hearing this, uh, you know, a month from now or two days after we post it, we'd love to hear your input. You can like us on Facebook or we'll give or you all our Twitter. Or in the year 3000. No much has changed, but we live underwater. Oh. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> nice busted reference for the for the hundredth episode of the podcast. Review time. Let's do some reviews of contemporary TV. Um, Britain's Got Talent. Uh, the final was an entertaining bit of reality TV or talent show TV or whatever you want to categorise it as. Uh, Jules O'Dwyer and Matisse uh, won it. A, a worthy winner. It was a strong final, but there's been controversy ever since because um, there was an impressive part of the final performance that saw what viewers thought were, was Matisse uh, walking brilliantly on, walking a tightrope on two paws. It was just amazing that a dog could even do that. The controversy surrounds the fact that it wasn't actually Matisse that did it. It was another one of Jules's dogs. Now, the only reason this is uh, slightly controversial is because th- th- we weren't made aware there were two dogs in the performance. We knew Jules used, you know, other dogs uh, aside from Matisse, but we weren't made aware that it was one of the other ones being used. So, I'm not that bothered. No, I'm it's, not. It's, it's a shame. there with Bingate from last year. <laughs> I don't me. think it's even, Yeah, Bingate was even less of a thing. I think it proves, though, that the audience today, whether they spent money on voting or not, that the audience today still don't like it when they're deceived in whatever way they're deceived. Isn't the point, though, that this... The, I mean... Let's, the dogs that are doing what they're told isn't the point being that this yeah, woman has really trained, trained two dogs well. to do yeah, that no you I know. agree I agree I just think again I just think this is like Bingate last year in so much as it's a lot of people making a big fuss about nothing and I think, I think, yeah, well, I, I'm glad that really there are people is, in this country there was, no, that, there was no public voting in Bingate Bingate was, no. was a thing because of a controversy on but the my show point, Gary, people my point, have spent yeah. money on this mm. My point could, is, could though, those that, people yeah. get their money back. My Sorry. point, my point is, though, that it is just a big overreaction to a thing that, it, at the end of the day, isn't that big in the scheme of things. You know, it's a bit of a reality show. Well, that... only that again. You know, I go back to the point: people spent money on this. Yeah. You know, this wasn't. But if you, so if you voted. were, if you, sp- yeah, if you were voting for, as Luke said, if you were voting for one stunt by a dog that you thought was doing the stunt. And it turned out not to be that dog. I think you're a little bit stupid, if I'm honest. As yeah. Luke said, it, at the end of the day, it is yeah. that this woman is able to train another dog. They should have said that there were three dogs. They shouldn't, maybe have, shouldn't but, have said... Should, but they never said... I don't think they ever said, this is Matisse. I don't think they ever said... You no. know, they didn't say... Well, no, but they, they didn't... They didn't no, make it clear. The, the, the counter to that is that they didn't yeah. make it explicitly clear. Yeah, but I, yeah. I think as well, wasn't the dog that they used the dog who was in the semi-final performance? Uh, so we'd yeah. seen the dog before. So we had seen the dog before. Yeah. But it, again, the other point, I suppose, is that there was very close voting between her and, and Jamie Raven, the magician, who was a... And I, I think as second. well, people are, people are a bit silly for several reasons. I am glad there are people in this country who've got so em- such empty lives that they have time to worry about this sort of thing. And B, Britain's Got Talent, as we have mentioned on this podcast, manipulates the viewer hmm. and, not to yeah. sound true, yeah, dramatic, cut, cut lies to the viewer quite regularly. It's only because this has been found out. Had she not won, would we know about this? No. Probably not. Um, I don't see why we care. I just don't see what the big deal is. I don't. I, I no. think it, I think it would have come out, but no, there would not have I been. Just, but it's reward. still a dog walking a tightrope, yeah, which I is a good. I don't think it's a big deal. I just don't no. think it's a big deal. <laughs>
Finally, disappointment that lies ahead for you on the 100th odd episode of the Custard TV podcast is sadly that we've got to talk about ITV's comedy Vicious, which returned this week, and uh, Channel 4's comedy Greg Davis' fronted Man Down, which both Gary and Matt have seen this week. I thought it was okay. I, I have to agree with something that Matt said on radio this morning. I don't oh. know why <laughs> Roisin Conaty is even in the show. Hmm. It, 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 some Matt said when he was on radio this morning is that basically she just kind of pops up and she's doing like a stand-up on television. Yeah. And and you're absolutely right. The show there's no without yeah. her. There's no like um, difference between her on this and her if you see her on like uh, you know eight out of ten cats or Mutt the Weasel yeah. or something like that. Did it wasn't the sum of its parts in a way. There were di- yeah. bits in it that I liked. I liked the subplot about his friend being descended from Bin Men. I thought that yeah. was a strong thing. I liked the bit in the nightclub. I I like I quite liked the scene. You know him dying. I appreciated the I that. appreciated the shed seven T-shirt that he was Absolutely, wearing. Absolutely, yep. <laughs> That's about it. No. What is the What is the base? I've never understood what the well, premise he, of it a, is. It's basically about him being middle aged and is it growing old and lonely in a sense. You yeah, know, and he a, lives uh, in a flat next to his parents' house, hmm. and he. Yeah. He's, oh, he's, his mother yeah. keep coming in. Um, it was obviously be... his father was Rick Mayle, and now he's yeah. Now yeah. they've replaced it with Stephanie Cole. Is it? Is he? Yeah, right. yeah, he's his aunt. And I, as you say, it, if they do one where it fits together, if they do an episode where it fits together, this could be really funny. Yeah, I mean the first, not the Christmas special just gone, but the Christmas special before. I remember being quite good. But it was like a sort of nativity play or something because he works as a teacher, doesn't he? That's right. That. Um, so that was that, and now Matt's going to talk to you about Vicious because it was uh, on. It was on. Yeah, um, not a lot to say here. I mean, I think we found something out about Vicious this week, and it's my friend Andrew who listens. Is to it supposed to be a comedy? Is that? Yeah, it? no, no. It's very popular in America. The AV Club, who is a you know, it's a site that uh, sort of well yeah, respected. We talk about. Yeah. Yeah. They put it in their list last year of uh, best shows of 2014 so far, because I'm guessing it showed right. on PBS. It showed on PBS, in 2014, yeah. Alongside yeah. stuff like True Detective and, <laughs> and Fargo and things <laughs> like that. And then Vicious That's funny. was at the end of the list. And apparently it's... So I don't know if it's because like the Americans like that sort of 70s humour. Like the tweeness. It's very twee as well, I, I mean, suppose. How did it do? It's about 4 million tuned. 3, 4 million on this one? Three, 4 million, I believe. 4 million tuned. In. I mean, I think the thing with this, and I think the thing we always go back to is the fact that this came on after Broadchurch Series 1. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Was, it was never going to sort of meet anyone's expectations, but yeah. I don't think they've done a lot to ch- change anything in it. It's just yeah. the same old, same old, you know, jokes about people being gay in the closet. Yeah. The, the young guy in it is now in Game of Thrones, as you know. Where's well, no, the Margo? It's the guy. It's the yeah, guy from Margo. Is he Ramsey Bolton, who's a bit of a psychopath? Ramsey Bolton, and he was in um, what was he in the youth program? Misfits. Misfits. That's but it. Misfits. I think now he's he's quite well known for being in Game of Thrones. I mean, he's been yeah. in other stuff, but I think he yeah. is now Ramsey Bolton he, from Game of Thrones. He's now international. You and would say so, internationally now. Yeah. So get him going back to um, him being in this sort of light sitcom. Uh, doesn't really work for me because it's just you can't isn't take it, him. Yeah, and isn't it astounding that they've managed to get um, somebody like Derek Jacobi and, and Ian Mc... well, I and think Ian it's McKellen. one of those things now where they are that 
that good sort of generally that they can just get away with being intrite like this. Hopefully it, it will it, die it, a death. This is it for Vicious. I don't think I don't think it will. I think it's got that thing that shows have like sometimes Benidorm. where they just that yeah, like Benidorm that they just keep going. Matt and I spoke about K Miller's drama The Syndicate and he brought up a very interesting and worthy point and Did I'm I? gonna do my yes, I'll get to you or being interesting and worthy in a second. Oh, I said that the third series was unnecessary. We shouldn't have it, and Matt quite rightly said, "We've got it. Yeah, we've got a third series. It. Let's just deal that, with it and, and look is, at it objectively." And, and you were talking to is it Simon who reviewed it for the website. Craig, but Craig. we can, yeah. Craig, sorry, Craig. But Craig was saying to you on Twitter about how you know the money should have been spent on something fresh and new and stuff. Yeah. The, the syndicate at the end of the day was always going to come back, and it's going to keep. It doesn't. Back but I just want to clarify. Because... It doesn't mean the the money that they won in the syndicate. No, 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 no. The money made... that they made, the money they spent making the show. Yeah, just to clarify. Yeah. Um, yeah. That they they could have spent it on other things, but. Yeah. They were always going to make a series, another series of the Syndicate because it's but, it's popular. Yeah, it it, it, it does well popular. in the ratings. Anything that does well in the ratings is comes going, back. As we know, is going to come back. back. It's like Boomerang Television. Yeah, is what yeah, I'm yeah, going yeah. To start calling uh, it now. Something like uh, a Syndicate is easier to do a second series of than something like a Broadchurch or The Missing or Happy Valley. It's easy uh, to do. The format is easy to replicate, as in. These five people win a lot of money. We follow one of them each week, and then obviously yeah. money ruins them. I think that the thing this time is that they've at least tried to mm. a create a believable situation that people, mm. you know, all these characters have got a common thread in that they work at a stately home, which is losing money, and they think mm. they might lose their jobs, uh, and yeah. this money then comes to them, and there might be a chance that they are going to buy into the stately home to save it from being sold to evil Americans who want to turn it into a golf course. I think my my problem with it is what you said there, is that we follow one of them each week. Yeah. It just, well, it's I don't a flawed know how they're going to sort of do that going forward. I mean, it's the Elizabeth Barrington character who we well, followed. What, what was the show that was on recently based that, 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 was, that, that had Jason Manford in it that was a different character? Oh, yeah, Ordinary, Ordinary Lies. Lies. Yeah. That yeah, works it, because the other stuff went on in the background. What you're I, I, I think yeah. that, as well, this series, it seems to be less of that because we didn't see Elizabeth Barrington on screen for... A, I mean, she started the episode and she finished the episode, but there weren't. She wasn't on screen throughout, so I don't know mm. if slightly they're changing that format in so much as we are having one yeah. character. Some I would time. much prefer that personally because at least that, yeah, you get your lineage. Do, yeah. Then that's what they seem to have set up because you know there were scenes, there were a long portions of it where. She wasn't on screen where it was, you know, Cara Theobald. Well, I, I think it was Daisy Head episode, really, though, wasn't it? Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I suppose those two found... But again, there were scenes where it was just Lenny Henry or it was just Melanie yeah. Hill. And I think, um, as well, we have to praise Lenny Henry in this because I think... Absolutely, yeah. And, and Craig, Craig, who wrote the review that you can read on the website, had a good point, It was, especially the first sort of, let's say, 15, 20 minutes were incredibly... Cr- cliched and my problem with Kay Meller is always that she writes yeah. the same people and just puts them in a but different situation every time certainly the best thing she's done in years I think this is the best certainly the first episode alone it is to me the best it's... series of the but, syndicate but, so far but what I did think. Simon think of it Simon didn't like it right he loved he it he loved it yeah okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
Facebook then, facebook.com forward slash the, that's important, the Custard TV. Uh, Twitter for Matt is. Uh, Matt's TV Bites. And listen uh, to me ooh. on the radio as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were going to say that. Uh, Twitter for Gary is... Uh, at the Gary Show. And Twitter for me is at Luke Custard TV. Not sure how important it is in 2015 that we mention the at sign every time, but we always will. If you were one of the only people who have ever just stayed loyal and always listened to our podcast, we appreciate it thoroughly. Thank you so much. Yeah. We have a great time listening. Yeah. Uh, it, it's afforded us some cool opportunities over the last couple of years, which we hope will continue. Yeah. And so um, that is it. You can tell your friends that if they, if you enjoy it, they might as well. They can subscribe on iTunes and get delivered to the MP3 player of their choice. Now, I've waited all podcast. Well... I'm going to reveal some, some big news for the, the 100th podcast. This will be you went the for last... A magnum. Th- th- hold on. I, I need oh. to say this. I need to say this. This will be the last song at the end of the podcast. No! Oh, no! no! This, <laughs> is, this is the end of it. I thought that episode 100 would Why? be an opportune moment. Well, we don't I, even I feel, know if it is 100. It could be... I feel that it's time for this feature to have a rest. But how will we end from now on? We can't just say well, bye. Maybe something new will come along, something better, something bigger. <laughs> Enjoy this, uh, because I'm afraid to say you don't know when it's going to come back. I reckon next week. Right. <laughs> I reckon so as well. Actually, uh... I've just made a promise live on a podcast that I can't get back. <laughs> I can edit that out. <laughs> yeah. well, actually, uh... It's going to be edited out, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, I'm releasing an official statement on Twitter and you can't take that back. Okay. No. <laughs> right. He said, I've been to the year 3000. Not much has changed, but they live underwater. And your great, great, great granddaughter is pretty fine. <laughs> there you are. How about this? I know this may not come to anything, but if you listen and you, you can get into touch on Twitter or email and you would like to provide a song for the end of next week's podcast as Gary isn't doing it, if you send me an MP3 via the email address on the site, I will put it into the podcast. You singing at the end. But How it about won't that? Be as good, but try. It won't be as good, but you can try. We'll do like our own little pop idol. Yeah. You know, see who makes it through onto the next podcast. Zip-pipe. See who makes it through a boot camp. Yeah. Which will be hosted by me. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing Bye. your extra big boots. Yeah. Bye. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp.